2: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
3: you. Uh, Maybe.
2: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores?
4: Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. For the
2: first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you.
4: I'll just cut out the last bit.
1: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company.
4: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
1: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses.
4: And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
1: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us.
4: When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you.
2: Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking. they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
4: After midnight,
2: we let it all hang down. Tom Bernard Show, ladies After and gentlemen.
0: Midnight,
2: I know you're going to ask, so I'll just tell you, as of about uh, 45 minutes ago, the Dow was down 600 points again.
1: Oh, no, Jackie. What are um, you gonna do? It's We're my <laughs> yes. What will I do as a comedian? And I think we all know that nobody owns more stock than the lower middle class comedian. It's uh, if there is a middle class left, I'm beneath it. And uh, yeah, I'm told. Uh, I'm told it's uh, it's uh, it's. Uh, adjusting that's what i'm told that yeah. because it was too high and now it's adjusting you know what the it's stock market it's a correction it's a correction yes my my sister yeah. said it never corrects upward
2: <laughs> no no never corrects upward they upwards, uh, they, they never
1: refer they to it rate. as a as an adjustment or a correction when it's going up yeah although hey it's coming back yeah.
4: now it's only down 42 points what you're not you're kidding me. no it's it's really
2: Bounce. jumping it's
5: bouncing around it's yeah it's, it's, just it's
0: psychotic it's what's crazy happening
5: that was
4: that was forty
2: five minutes ago, it was yeah. down six hundred, now it's only down
4: forty.
5: Yeah, forty two. I saw that it's, movie with Michael wow. J. Fox. God.
1: I know what's happening. Oh
5: yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's uh it was down twenty three three and now it is back up to twenty three eight.
6: So my so it went unbelievable. up unbelievable.
5: Uh, went up, let's see, almost four hundred in twenty five minutes. Yeah. So my yeah. eight shares is
6: amazing. Eight shares of Disney stock are just all over the place, <laughs> right, right through now. the roof. Yeah, right through uh, the roof.
1: Do you think it had anything to do with that guy littering in space? His Tesla.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he was littering in space, Jackie. You're absolutely right. It was littering. It's just and littering. You know,
1: why? Why, Santa? You know, why?
2: why? You know our part of that, right? No. The United States taxpayer funded four point nine billion dollars of the bill. Did we?
1: Why? Yep. When? Yeah, because they don't know. Because, That's like it's a because, lot because Elon Musk subsidies. asked. Oh, he's just yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, is you look at the entirety of Northern Minnesota as one giant farm subsidy. So I mean, right. There's uh, there's plenty of pork going on mm. in places where people voted for Trump and are like, but I hate big government. And you're like, you still driving on that road? This, this right.
6: guy, is go- <laughs> this guy is going to be the first actual world super villain.
1: Oh, you think Elon Musk might be
6: a supervillain? Yeah, I mean the the booster rockets landed back in the same spot that they took off. You don't uh, think? Yeah, what he what if he goes Iron Man? He wants to.
1: What if he goes Iron Man, which Ooh. is just arrogant, but with a heart of gold? No bless, oblige. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs>
2: That, now you're talking.
1: Now I'm looking for a Teddy Roosevelt. That's what I need. That guy was a that guy was a nut job. Did you guys ever watch that that documentary on PBS about him? That he's walking mm-hmm. around um, that hill in Cuba, right? That he played war at, and he had to kill like 32 mm-hmm. people. And he's walking around with his buddy, and he goes, "This is so much more fun than hunting." And you're oh. like, "Wow, you're mad. You've you're clearly insane." And then uh, he invented the national park system. So the good and the bad, you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, the good and the bad. That's exactly right, the good and the bad. <sighs> I actually talked to a man from Texas one time. He was, a, he was a very wealthy man from Texas. And he said, you know, things have, uh, have changed down here, Tom. It's not, they're not like they used to be, like back when I was a kid. Uh-oh. I said, well, what do you mean things have changed? And he was probably 70 when I mm-hmm. talked to him. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, Things a lot better than they used to be when I was a kid, because I tell you what, when I was a boy growing up in Texas, people don't know this, and uh, I don't know if they'll believe you when you tell a story, if you ever tell it on air, but uh, when I was a little boy, I do remember uh, that my father and his friends would get together once in a while, and they'd release a bunch of Mexicans, and then they'd go hunting them. (laughs) Like,
0: What? What?
5: They would
2: release Mexicans and then go hunt them.
5: Was were they born in seventeen yeah. fifty? Well pretty maybe this
1: was uh, so that nope. was
5: probably, you know.
1: It was the sixties. <laughs> 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 it was, <laughs> it was, it was the literally 60s. It's uh Craven the Hunter, finally. Uh I'm, i got Marvel on the mind, you guys. Uh anyway. Yeah, that's uh it People wonder about injustice, and they think it's not happening anymore. Turns out, I, I get a mm-hmm. new reveal every couple of days because of the iPhone uh, camera app. <laughs> I oh, get yeah. to I get to watch some horrible, horrible thing happen almost real time.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's very, very true. Very. Oh God, I just saw something. This is very upsetting because somebody really stepped out of line. Unless I maybe it's his real name or her real name, but. There's a story appearing on my screen right now, 2018, the year of marijuana millionaires. If you don't invest in marijuana right now, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And the first comment on that story is Chris Farley. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh. He's dead. I really hope that's your... Yeah, he's dead. (laughs) I'm really hoping that uh, somebody else's real name, because if you're using Chris Farley's name, that's really disgusting. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's all I know. I just... I just found was, out Jay some... Thomas
1: died. Remember oh, Jay Thomas? Jay a, yeah. What? Well, yeah, Jay yeah, the and guy from uh, Cheers. Well. Yeah, and then he was yep. on radio for a long time.
0: Oh, and uh, Fraser. Who's the guy that played Fraser's dad?
1: John Mahoney. Yeah, he died. Yeah, too. yeah, he just died.
0: How many people are left from Cheers? But, <laughs> Ted well, Danson but, and
1: Fraser. He's immortal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He is immortal. <laughs> uh, I got to know Jay pretty well because he's about three, four years ago, he used to come on this show quite often. And we talk and schmooze about this, that, and the other thing. And then we had kind of a telephone friendship after that point. And then all of a sudden, he just, uh, he was not very old. Wasn't he only about
1: 67, 68? He was 69 when he passed, yeah. And he just died. That gets like, younger man, every year, by the way. 69 doesn't sound that old anymore. I'm like, I know. Oh, interesting. He died mm-hmm.
0: 74. God, he was so young.
1: <laughs> he had the rest oh, of his life real. ahead of him. I heard Olivia de Havilland yeah. is still alive. 104. She is. 104. Wow. four
6: years old.
1: Because my brother just watched that Errol Flynn Robin Hood. And so he was like, "Where? Mm-hmm. When did Olivia Havilland, de Havilland die?" Well, it turns out she's still rocking it. So good for her.
2: <laughs> it is good for her. Yeah, I think it's absolutely true. I think it's there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, she was born in Tokyo. That's Olivia weird. Olivia Havilland was born in Tokyo. Yep, I did not know that. Very wow. Strange. What was her, her sister? Was uh, what's her face?
5: Uh, Joan Fontaine. Joan
2: Fontaine. There you
6: go.
5: Joan Fontaine is not still alive. No. He, he, he was also born in Tokyo. You
6: guys are talking. Really? You guys are talking about women that Sid Hartman could have posters of as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell
2: No, Jackie. I don't know if you know who Sid Hartman is, but he is a 98-year-old sports reporter for the Star Tribune in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: I, I recognized his name, but he's, is he still okay. working?
6: Yes.
2: Oh, that's awesome. He, he just yes, signed he a new
1: works. deal. Oh, he's got a new contract.
6: Yeah, he just signed a new five-year deal. There. Five-year
1: That's, deal. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> he's gonna have to die to get out of that one. <laughs> and uh, I swear to God, my dad just sold day a day. job. My dad's eighty and he's uh, he's retired. Unless you would like to buy something, and uh, so he just sold yeah, some windows, yeah. and because uh, he's an aluminum siding salesman, and. Um, he just called me up. He's like, I just sold a nice bay window for five grand. It's going to be nice. It's going to supplement. Because my father has made no plan for retirement. He's, he's always put right. into Social Security. He's put his, you know, like we all do, he put his money into Social Security. And now he's getting it back, $700 a month. And, uh, and that's pretty much what he lives on, <laughs> except for when he works. And so he just sold this, uh, this window. He's pretty psyched. But it keeps him young, oh. the sales. And the and markup. Exactly. He loves the markup.
2: You gotta have something to do. Yeah. Gotta have something to do. Mm. Yeah. You have to, you have to contribute. You know what I'm saying? Whether <laughs> it's your own pocket or somebody else's, you have to contribute something. That's all there is to it.
1: Yeah. It keeps There's them no busy. Keeps them off the pipe. Keeps them off the pole. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's important to keep my dad Was off off <laughs> <laughs> off the off the strip stage. That yes.
2: is, that's a good thing, there's no question about it. You're you know a that good human daughter. human trafficking, <laughs> we just don't need it.
1: Right, and the human that's trafficking in eighty year old men is huge. Huge, I tell you. <laughs> People are like, well, when I can heard. I sit around and listen to that guy talk about how he used to ride the rails? Uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When do you? How often do you get to see your father?
1: I'm going to see him on sun. I'm going to Milwaukee on Sunday, so I'm going to hang oh, out Monday soon. and hang out with him. He gets bored with me after about two meals. <laughs> he does? he yeah, yeah, he cracks me up. He. Uh, uh, he what were he? We, uh, uh, he was just. I, was I just telling this story? I can't remember. But uh, like, he hasn't met most of his. He hasn't met any of his great grandchildren because he doesn't uh-huh. care he's like he's he's, i have five siblings i have a dozen nieces and nephews he's met most of his nieces and nephews i think i think he's met all of them does he met john yeah anyway uh so and now he's got four great nieces and nephews and he's met absolutely none of them and one of them lives here (laughs) so he's like yeah he he's like no, no, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, he barely. When I was a kid, he was he affected all of our lives a lot. But he's a lot like radiation. We never saw him, but he affected all of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> he smoked four packs of yep. cigarettes a day. I'm sure I'll find oh, out yeah. later <laughs> that they're like, "How long have you been smoking?"
0: Yeah, I think it's that's wonderful. so funny. I, I go through the same thing with my parents. Okay, so to, get, to see my parents, I have to fly to Phoenix rent a car drive 2 hours north and stay at a hotel well no they don't have hotels in Cornville Arizona <laughs> Cornville they have Cornville. they have motels where like workers that are there to fix the bridge are staying that's where you stay in Cornville <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wow yeah so
0: so it's a it's a it's a, it's a project experience
1: they, they don't have a uh, yeah, closer so, there's n- no closer airport than Phoenix Nope. absolutely not not to
0: Cornville. Uh, well, there maybe Flagstaff is a teeny bit closer, but there are literally no flights into Flagstaff. So
1: right, um, and can't s- get there. to some extent, I'd rather fly direct and drive two hours. So right, so uh, so I get there, you know, and it's like
0: they're always really happy to see me, and then it's like after about three, four hours, they're they're nodding off.
2: They're kind of done. Boy, look at the time.
0: <laughs> I'm like, do you guys want to take a nap? I can go, you know, do something. And they're like, no, 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 it's great. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just, yeah. so I, by, just, I just leave them.
2: By coincidence, I re- I played some audio this morning on this very morning, this very morning on my morning show. A guy is talking to, I, I think it's his grandfather. It's never made clear, I don't think, in the story that he's talking to his grandfather. But he asked his grandfather, he said, your birthday's coming up. How old are you? And the guy says... I'm 79 and he goes no you're not you're not 79 years old yes I am I know how old I am I'm 79 years old and the kid says no you're not 79 years old uh what year were you born he goes I know I'm 79 because I was born in 1919. Wow yikes. What year do you think it is? Well, I don't know. I, I have no idea what year it is, but I know I'm 79 <laughs> years old. This guy's 98 years old. Oh, he's going to be 99 God. in May. Right. And he is convinced that it, since he was born in 1919, he can't be much older than 79 years old.
0: <laughs> but it the question bad. is, math
1: he is he like he's 79? <laughs> 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 math is well, not his strong suit. Young. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah.
2: math is not good. His okay. math is not good. There's no question about that. But it's a ve- what happens is his grandson goes, Okay. Uh, guess You're not 79 You're older than 79 So guess He goes 85 No <laughs> 89 <laughs> No 90 No And they go all the way up the scale He gets to 98 He goes That's exactly right And the guy goes Well son of a bitch <laughs> 98 years old
1: <laughs> Wow He lost 20 years That's somewhere Math isn't yeah, my strong suit you know, either <laughs>
2: No, so I, I think it's very sweet. You're gonna go home and, and, and see your your father.
1: Yeah, you gotta go stare at the old. You gotta go stare at him. Sick of you, you said. Yeah, he only lasts about two meals. Like I'll I'll take him <laughs> out to breakfast at the Greek family restaurant. He wants me to come sure. see his new. Uh, he he's paints. He's doing. He paints acrylics. Um, you know those yes, those aw. paintings you can buy on the side of the highway for $9, $25.99 or whatever. Mm-hmm. The best of his look like that. They're pretty cool. They're lifelike. They're eagles and <laughs> whatever like things. Like he likes to draw uh, landscapes. So nice. Yeah, he likes a farmhouse. You know, because he's been selling siding for many years. He he can draw a house really well. He can even draw a house so upside does- down. <laughs> Oh, he can. Yeah, yeah. Because that was when you're when you're selling, you want to be able to draw and write upside down so that the 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 client doesn't mm-hmm. have to. You don't have to turn it around. You can just make the deal oh. upside down. It was one of his. Like uh, he's like, you got to learn how to write upside down. You want to be in sales, and uh, oh. I said, I never want to be in sales. <laughs> and uh, he said, What do you think you're doing up there? You're selling jokes. That's all you're doing. And I was like, Don't have to write upside down for that.
2: Nope. But he does know what you do So that's impressive
1: it, It's his favorite thing When I talk about him It's uh, Sometimes uh, he goes I was missing you I put in that tape of you And I said Did you miss me Or did you miss me Talking about you <laughs> And he said The second
2: <laughs> We'll be right back Tom Bernard Show The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in
3: February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want.
0: Every treasure on earth to be young at heart <laughs>
2: 98 I was born in 1919 I forgot I'm 79 The yeah. next line cause it's probably been a think long
0: I was 79.
2: time 79 Yeah I you
1: know I mean why not
2: I understand that completely So Jackie what how often do you talk about your father
1: I have uh, the new album. I had 15 minutes on him, and he said, oh. "Over 20 minutes, it's my album. <laughs> uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't say it's your album you if you're talking about me for more than 15 minutes." <laughs> <laughs> Maria Bamford's actually doing one of my lines that his is his line that she was like because uh, Bamford's from Duluth, right? And uh, right. Maria Bamford, stand-up comic. TV show on Netflix called Lady Dynamite, and been my friend since 92. Now, she uh, is, uh, did the commencement speech over at the U of M, where she graduated from this last June. And um, they asked her to do the commencement speech. They sent her the offer, and she said, well, how much? And they said, oh, it's an honor. So And she was like, sometimes there's an honorarium. Yeah. And uh, they said, well, you I'm know, we're, yeah. we're a nonprofit. And she goes, I'm pretty sure the football coach isn't living check-to-check check over there. What's, uh, <laughs> what's happening? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so my father has this thing that I, I – my father has a saying. It's never say no without a number. God knows where he got it Ooh. from. You don't say no. You say, I would love to do that. And then you pick a number three times anything you've ever gotten. Like, I would, I would say, I'd love to do that. I'm going to need $11,000. And then the person I like says, I don't have $11,000. And you go, well, thank you so much for thinking of me. If your budget ever goes up, keep me in mind. But know that my prices are always rising. Now, mm-hmm. that's the pitch, right? And then you don't have to do the thing uh, and, unless they are willing to give you that money. And, but he's like, you got to pick a number. <laughs> that that you're willing to do it for and i tried to use it once and i dropped the ball and ended up in montana oh. in february but maria <laughs> maria uh, they were like oh it's an honor and she goes yeah i'm going to need 20 grand and uh, they were silent for 2 weeks. They played a play, they slow played her. They did a nice job. And then they offered her uh-huh. 10 grand and then she took it. And then she didn't realize it was two commencement speeches. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the but the, at the end of each of them she gave away to some kid in the front row who had student loans $5,000. Oh, I'll see
2: how made how out to that Sally
1: Mae. Nice. Yeah. So
2: Made out to Sally May. And uh, she was I like, see, That's a wonderful thing. It's that's
1: really a really nice. nice story. She's like, Yeah, I like a witness when I'm being great. Yeah. And,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. It's, that makes total sense. Uh,
1: it's actually completely against the rule of how you're supposed to do it. She thinks it's hilarious. And um, she's <laughs> actually a very good person, also secretly. So. Oh, she is? Yes. She yeah. is one of my best well, friends, and well, she's a delight. I'm
2: glad to hear that. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. She's, uh, her show's called Lady Dynamites on Netflix.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a, a tiny role on the first season. Second season, they asked me if I could do another tiny role, and I had a cold that week, so I couldn't. Oh. I had to turn down TV work. I know. You want me to come in with a cold? I'm going to need 11 grand and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some Tamiflu. Uh, it's, uh, have you guys had any of the flu cold thing? The thing that's killing mm-hmm. everyone.
0: Yeah, I had something.
5: Catherine, did. some gross woman in Starbucks definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> she should not have left her house.
0: Did she cough all over you too?
5: Not over me, but you oh. know. God.
1: Just isn't the world. She, she
5: should not have left the house.
1: <laughs> I went to the oh. Minute Clinic yesterday here in downtown um, good. Target. And because I, uh, I was in New York a couple weeks ago. That's a great place ago. to get
5: the flu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That's why I, do, I try not to go to the Minute Clinic. Except for I have a rash all over my back. I think I was allergic to some um, detergent and somebody's at a hotel. So, but I've had it for two weeks and it itches like hell. So, and I'm sick of talking like to the mother of two, Uh, look at my rash. And then the mother of two says, (laughs) it's a rash. And uh, have you thought about putting a cream on it? (laughs) And then so I decided to go to essentially the mother of two who happens to also be a health practitioner. And uh, she looked at it and she goes, yeah, that's a rash. And I was like, and then she wrote me a prescription for some like uh, steroidy predazone or something, whatever. Predazone. Oh, prednis prednisone. Prednisone, prednisone. You That's better be it. careful with that. That's what I'm told. I'm told it makes you a little jittery. Can you tell I'm up? I'm up, you guys.
2: No, you're good. Everything is good.
1: And uh, but it's uh it's uh, it's I'm only day two on these meds, and so it's still pretty itchy. It's a great you know, story. You Jerry,
2: uh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry uh, Lewis uh, was on sharing. prednisone there for a while before he died. Uh, oh, really? And he gained like a hundred pounds. So I'd be careful.
0: Well, this isn't a cream. This isn't. Well, this cream? The pill. Oh, this yeah. is not the pill. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, don't pill, take the pill. Yeah, those pills. Those prednisone pills. Man, they just—they gave. I, I was on it one time for a hive situation <laughs> that was really out of control, and ever since then, I have had horrible heartburn. Oh, that really? Nasty. I'm yes, on the pills. I think it's an oral. On the it's oral it's oral oh. it's not the topical oh. yeah, yeah be careful you should be slugging maalox oh as well yes yeah. just something For to coat to my, my stomach or,
1: stomach okay i've yeah. been For on prednisone
5: a couple times and i've never had yeah, any problems you never with
1: know it. right it ruined me my constitution so, uh, have... this is old school peasant stock here you're, you're you're listening <laughs> to here folks <laughs> i am literally half irish and half armenian this was genetically modified to pick up a rock on someone else's property. So, uh, <laughs> there's no there's no reason why this shouldn't live to be at least 98.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's exactly. So you you have you no idea heartburn? where the, where this rash came
1: from. No. No. And everybody I was like I got it at a hotel in New York and they're like bed bugs. And I'm like we're not going there. No. We're not going there. Not going there. No. No. And no, though no, I no. did wash all of my clothes. I like I washed even the yeah. clean clothes. I was like, if yeah. it's bed bugs, I'm not bringing it home. That's brutal. So, yeah. but it's just oh, a it's rash. Brutal. So it's, it's, it's weird. And then two weeks is too long. It was supposed to, I mean, I, I assume if I get a rash, that it'll take a week or so to get rid of it. I haven't had a lot of rashes. Andrew,
0: are you going to call this episode Jackie's funny rash?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know.
5: Maybe Jackie's
1: funny rash. We don't know. Yeah,
5: I had nice. a I had a rash once after we came back from the Keys, and the it turned out it was just it was some like microscopic bug thing in the ocean that was oh, just yeah. there chewing on my foot basically.
0: Ew! And I was in the same kayak with him, walking around the yeah. same exact water. And I got no bites whatsoever.
5: Huh? Mm. So. Well, and the were best I, part was they, they
0: had <laughs>
4: <laughs> I came in and everyone. they looked at
5: it, and then they had to like call in a specialist because they didn't know what the hell it was. Oh. and he and the specialist was like, "Well, I think it's this." So Well, you were in the some, keys, yeah, it was some then, rare tropical. Yeah, parasite. That was the problem. Ghost
0: of Ernest You went to Way. Minnesota. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, in Minnesota, they're not going to know about these ocean rivers. No. The
2: ghost
1: yeah. of Bob Dylan. He's still alive. <laughs> anyway, Bob is still alive. He's still
2: with it. Prince, not so much, but Bob Dylan still is. It's
1: true. I do the we dark think. forest, and uh, someone's dorked him a couple of weeks ago. Was the movie Labyrinth? And uh, oh yeah, I used to get David Bowie and Billy Idol mixed up in 1984. I don't know a Whoops. lot about music, you guys. It is what
0: it
5: is. <laughs> they had the so same I don't haircut. Know Billy Idol is.
1: He it's yeah, got a blonde that haircut, same... spiky. In yeah, 1984, same... they
0: did. Yeah, and that unisex sort of look, or whatever that was called back then. Yeah.
5: Androgynous? Yeah. You remember White That's Wedding, I mean. don't you? Yeah. Nice I day remember the. Oh, yeah. Billy Idol. Billy <laughs> Idol, oh, yes.
0: Uh,
5: I just called
2: him Billy Joel, but his name is Billy yeah, Idol. Idol. But other than that. Everything is Everything's working out just fine other billing. than that. Now, tell me about Dork Forest.
1: Oh, I just recorded an episode with a Minnesotan, and uh, it was fascinating. It was this guy. Brandy Brown is emceeing for me this week at Acme, okay. and um, her boyfriend has uh, created an app for uh, trout fishing, and he is a fly fishing guy, and he spoke genuinely for 56 minutes about fly fishing the dork forest is where somebody comes on they tell me about the something that they love more than yes. uh, more than other things that they love and uh, this guy Fifty six minutes about fly. I learned a lot about fly fishing. Um, I don't. I don't remember a lot, but um, it was fascinating. <laughs> Every episode goes by and it goes in one ear and out. You should have seen the cricket episode. I, I for an hour after the cricket episode, I was like, I know how to play cricket, and now it's gone. Uh, but oh, uh, I thought
2: you meant cricket
5: the bug. I th- that's what I thought no. too. Oh no, that's cricket the ball too. game
1: out of out of England, and yeah. um,
5: the baseball, but not.
1: But not. there's They're protecting wickets, which are these mm-hmm. posts and have tiny cubes yep. on top of yep. them. And they got to bat away the ball from knocking the tiny cube off of the top mm-hmm. of the wicket, off of the top of the post. It's
5: really? very strange.
1: And it can go so on now, for days. Be, yeah.
5: How long have you been doing
2: dark course
1: now? And so we're in our 12th year. I got in on the ground. 12 years? Yeah.
0: Talk to her about
2: this. Ground before. floor. No, heard, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Of uh, of something that doesn't ground. make any money. Yes. <laughs> Let's do this, I said to myself. But I love it so. It's really fun. I just, uh, Marcella Arguello just did an episode about Kanye West. Again, music not being my strong suit. It's a pretty funny episode because I keep asking very basic questions. And then then the labyrinth one and then the trout fishing one. The app is called Trout Spotter, S-P-O-T-R. And it is Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Great streams that are legal and safe to fish in. Oh. What? Well, yes. Yeah. I
5: thought they all were. No. I thought so too. No, safe, no.
1: safe to fish in is the big deal. Oh yeah, I oh, guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and no plus there's seasons some. and there's there's catch and release and then there's um, how many you can keep and how big they are and all these things and then he ties the flies and then he talks about what everything's made of and it was it's it's going to come out probably in two weeks like I think the next episode is about maritime uh, history this woman the the next episode is with this woman who is like uh when she was 44 years old she quit her job at disneyland and moved to exeter england and got her master's degree in maritime history because in 2003 she saw pirates of the caribbean it is the dirtiest tale. Yeah, it, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie led to her getting her master's degree in maritime history. What? I was like, that's crazy. And at 40, well, she could have just she could have just done the ride at Disney World. She did the ride again. at Disney World. She also <laughs> sailed on something called the Victoria and learned how to sail like old-timey tall wooden wow. ships when she was 40. She's climbing the rigging. Jeez. Yeah, and this is a woman who looks like me. I was like, "What's happening?" And uh,
5: the weird, weirdest <laughs> midlife crisis I've ever heard of.
1: It really, really, yes, that's exactly what
5: it was. Sounds like fun
6: with flags.
1: There was some flags. Yeah, I'm sure, I, I, I wonder. If she, I wish I would have asked her now if she ever learned semaphore. Ah. Uh, have Jackie, bo- do you ever get um, inspired to to take up any of the hobbies after talking to the, some of these people? I bought a very expensive calendar planner one time and then never <laughs> used Ooh. it. I swear to God, this woman talks so great about how much she loved her paper calendar planner and stickers that I'm like, I'm going to buy one. And I bought it. I could have mm-hmm. lit sixty dollars on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dumbest. It's sitting next to my desk, and I'm like, nope. I'm never using this. Yeah, you were going to get organized, right? Yeah, I that- I like a paper calendar, but I don't. I'm not going to put stick. I don't. I'm not crafty. <laughs> Let that yeah, just be there.
2: Now, is is uh, is Trout Spotter is that episode number four fifty?
1: No, that'll be I. Oh, uh, uh, it'll be episode I think four fifty four. I think.
2: Four fifty-four. Oh, because I'm looking at your website right now, and you, you've only got four forty-nine up there.
1: Okay, so four fifty is labyrinth. Four fifty-one will be maritime history, and uh, I think so. Four fifty-two. Oh, I see. Yeah.
2: So, you, how often do you do dark Forest? Once a week. Once a week you do. I thought you did. And who who uh, who are you uh, who like hosts it? Well, I mean, I'm not the show, but who hosts the podcast? Lipson. As I mean. It is Lipson. I thought it was Lipson,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's uh and then get this. I just found out that you can tick a box on Lipson and send it to YouTube. Which is why those you uh, I, I have to yes. I have to manually add them to the TDF.jacky Kation page that you're looking at. But uh, mm. see that my, my audio guy makes a slug of a picture of the dude or the p- woman that's the guest, a tiny inset of their dorkdom, and then uh, and then the logo of the show, with a whatever, right? And you can listen to the Dork Forest on YouTube while staring at that one image. I don't know why you would want to. Why wouldn't you just download it on iTunes and put it on your phone or Stitcher or whatever some, the heck people do? We yeah,
0: we've got the same thing. There's some some people just like YouTube. Yeah, some they really are just do. On YouTube all the time, uh, and they just, just don't go anywhere else.
2: Yeah. One of the thrills of my life, and I didn't see it coming, it was fantastic. Just an hour ago, sitting on the same show, I can't remember what song it was, but uh, I don't think he knew he was on the air. But uh, listening to Jimmy Schubert sing along to a song is fantastic.
1: <laughs>
6: I
4: was well, singing he along sing. to Rich Girl by & Oates. I'm, I'm a rich girl, girl. Yeah. and
1: I've gone too far because oh, you know it don't far. matter anymore.
4: <laughs> or anyway. So you listen to that
2: singing. Mm-hmm. Listen to that singing. But he sounded gentlemen. more like I'm You're a team singer,
1: rich girl. <laughs>
7: I've gone too far.
2: That was you
7: pretty know, good.
2: You know who I really like, and he's cool. um. I, I don't know how to describe Maybe you could help me describe him, because I really, really enjoy well, enjoy him, like a lot of people do. Uh, he was on episode 442 of Dork Forest, Doug Stanhope.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what an interesting man. <laughs> oh, he's a delight. Here's the thing about Stanhope. He is. is uh, he wanted to come on. He wanted his dorkdom to be defending Louis C.K., that's okay. what he yeah. wanted All his right. dorkdom to be and I said you have a podcast yeah, okay. where you could talk about pulling your dick out and, uh, and we could talk the thing about <laughs> the thing about about Doug is that Doug is constantly dropping trout. he has always dropped trout. and a couple yeah. of things about Doug Stanhope uh, and his in and his penis is that he always warns you I'm about to pull out my penis he never blocks the door and he always it's never hard. And according to him, it's <laughs> never hard. <laughs> oh,
2: well, you know, he he does enjoy life. G-M-I. Let me put it that way.
1: Yeah, he, he it's a lot of life. information. He will,
2: he will have a cocktail. So
1: he's an he adult beverage, yeah, and cigarette. Doug Stanhope are no are no strangers. But he is a... Uh, no. The thing about Doug Stanhope that is wonderful is that there's no malice in Doug Stanhope. Because I have seen nope. old women laugh at his act. and uh, <laughs> But get this. So he comes on the dork forest. We're... Probably 35 minutes into, essentially we're just reminiscing about us partying in the 90s for the first half an hour. And then he, he drops that, he collects leisure suits from the 70s. And I was like, we go? could have been talking about this forever. I'll tell you where he gets them. He gets them on eBay. And his two favorite brands really? are Joe Namath and Johnny Carson. Those are brands from the 70s. Oh. He got well. they, they were available at like JCPenney or something. And so he buys them on eBay, 100% polyester. He would melt into the into the woodwork if uh there's no they're not flammable. And uh but he oh, he looks outstanding in them. He's he's the he's well, kind of like Mordol. he only eats once a day, you know? But he
2: he lives on the Mexican border and if you're wearing polyester on the Mexican border, it's got to be a little
1: hot. And it's a more of a road thing. Like that it's oh, more it's perform- a road- oh, performance okay, clothes. Yes.
2: I did, I did notice, by the way, on episode 442 with Doug Stanhope, the, the, the titles are Drunkalog One, Tequila and Hot Sauce, and Leisure Suits. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. So, it's, so there you have it.
1: Somebody just subscribed. This is live, right? Yes. Uh, because somebody just subscribed to my YouTube page. <laughs> Gee,
2: there awesome. There you go. So that now was, you have a new... That's outstanding. That works. I'm going... What, do, what we've I'm, done with this show... Mm-hmm. we we th- it's live as a podcast and then we post it as a podcast but it's also on several radio stations throughout the state of Minnesota
1: that's awesome that's that's fantastic so when you started- so- yeah, so I'm at Acme tonight. So just because of that, now I want to plug some stuff if I can.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Plug- Val- <laughs> Valentine's see, Day. there's your father
1: I mean, right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would be very proud. He'd be, he'd be <laughs> mad that it you took 15 me. minutes for me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: actually half an hour.
1: Who's <laughs> uh, counting? I'm in, I'm in San Francisco for Valentine's Day. I'm doing uh, Cobbs. Oh. I'm headlining Cobbs in San Francisco on uh, the 14th. Of February, and then I'm going on the Joko cruise to Mexico, on Sun on the following Sunday, a week from Sunday. The Joko cruise is a nerd cruise with uh, Jonathan right. Colton and Amy Mann, and um, a bunch of science fiction writers and comic book writers: Matt Fraction, Kelly DeConnick, um, N.K. Jemisin who won the Hugo and Nebula two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of nerds. You play board games. You sit around. You're given a button that says, yes, I can do friendship, and another button that says, nope, can't do friendship today, and people don't talk to you because you got social anxiety
2: issues. It's awesome. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I have no problem with that at all.
1: It's, uh, it's, it's a great idea. I, won't, I, won't, I want to wear them in life. That, that's a cruise that, okay. that I would uh, do well in. Because you could... Get some solo time in. Yeah, get yep. a ton of solo time in. Yeah, just read a book, sit by the pool, wearing yeah. a red button that said "Nope, <laughs> do not talk to yep. me."
6: <laughs> I like that actually.
2: Yeah, It's great. All right. What? Else? Okay. Okay. So we got to promote tonight's show, uh, eight and ten thirty. Tomorrow night show, eight and ten thirty. Then you're gonna. What's the name of the cruise?
1: The Joco Cruise. J O C O. Yeah. So,
2: so so people can buy tickets to go on that with you.
1: Yeah, I think there's still and tickets can... left. Yeah.
2: They can come and see you in San Francisco on Valentine's Day, which is next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? What else do we have? Uh, you should you should promote. Um, uh, you, you should definitely promote uh, promote uh, Dork Forest. Yeah, Dork where do people Forest. People
1: find that. That's just dorkforest.com and iTunes and obviously YouTube, and then uh, and then I have another podcast where it's just me and Lori Kilmartin. Uh, who says hi? I by the way, her. yeah, she said hi. I
2: love her. She's wonderful. Oh,
1: she's she's awesome, and I have a podcast with her where we just literally bitch about stand up comedy. It's instead of <laughs> it's instead of two middle aged white guys talking about stand up comedy, it's two middle aged white ladies. It's not a step forward so much as a lateral move. Uh, for <laughs> really for funny. entertainment, <laughs> Jackie, yes. it's
2: really funny. Like like Laurie would say say hello to me. I don't know why this is because I think I'm pretty even keel, but. What's really funny about comedians is I either get along with them really well or they hate my guts and I don't know why. But, but they some of them do. They just can't stand me. It's like okay. Well, you know what? Only your, a few. Your best friend. I don't think she can stand me.
1: Oh, uh, Bamford.
2: Bamford. yes. Yeah. No. No. I no think I, she uh, hates my guts.
1: She doesn't hate your guts. Uh, she uh, hates doing radio.
2: Well, this isn't. I don't. Th- radio.
1: I don't think. I don't. She doesn't want to. It's. Uh, she. She, she has social anxiety. You know, we both... I, I opened oh, for I know her that. in Boston. Yeah, I
2: know she, she does, yeah.
1: And in Boston, we were uh, inducted into the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah,
2: you and were it, telling me that. That's very cool.
1: It was cool, except for that it was... Uh, they had masks and... Candles and Maria was just freaking out, and I was just—I oh, no. had to talk her down off the ledge every time they locked us in a basement or made us walk through a gauntlet with kids with you know just shiny kids in in uh, with candles and solo cups. How Harvardy! It was super. It was baby Illuminati is what hardy. it was, and uh, but they were all twenty, so they had they were uh, fabulously good-looking kind of wealthy kids, but also mm-hmm. carrying those red cups that you have at keggers because they're college yeah. kids how did,
2: so how did she deal with all that that had be very if she has because yeah, i heard she has severe social anxiety how did she deal with that
1: uh i i'm her service animal <laughs> <laughs> i was so there you,
2: you, you saved her i talked so her you down saved her.
1: yeah it was i mean well, i think good. yeah and, and the thing is if i wouldn't have been there she would have just said i'm gone i gotta go
2: yeah because she no, can, can
1: she that. can use her words you know she's good at Saying yeah, right, I, right, she knows her own right. boundaries better today than she's ever so, in her life. So how much did you get for being her social animal? Uh, I get very well played, by the way, very well paid to open. I get to open for her. I get to open okay. for her audiences. She pays me uh, more than I'm worth, except for that. You know how long it takes you to feel like you're worth something? Just once, mm-hmm. and then you're like, no, I that's deserve true. the Ritz-Carlton, and uh, that's right. right. <laughs> and so, uh, and. She's one of my best friends, so we get to have uh, the good times. Good times are had. Well, that's,
2: well see, that's a wonderful story, and I, as I told you, I just, I just saw a, a feudal and stupid gesture. Oh yeah, the story of Doug Kinney, and part of it was filmed at the castle, the it's Harvard gorgeous. Lampoon castle. Yeah. it's unbelievable. Looks like but a the baby. All or... look, yeah, they, they look... look really obnoxious though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know they, they, it's, it's supposed to. It's the Harvard Lampoon is, is comedy. But it's it's comedy is a learned skill and they're all twenty. So, uh, you know, they're gonna start they're monkeys. They're just throwing stuff at the wall hoping <laughs> something'll stick. And they're not wrong and some of it's very funny and some of it isn't. Just like all of us, you know? <laughs> they're 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 not the the hard thing is getting into Harvard. And then and then the the, yeah. the, the bell curve is the same, I'm afraid. <laughs> so there's dumb, there's smart, there's evil, there's good. So I have been No, they did that. not they
2: didn't claim to be a non-profit at Harvard, did they?
1: They did not, but they also did not pay us oh, though they did God. give us a lanyard with a medal that said Harvard Lampoon on it. We were given the the oh, That's good. Yeah, we were given essentially the the entry things. It was weird. That's but that's their initiation. Like you have to sit down. Marie and I are sitting there and there's like 10 and and five of them are or four four of them are women and six of them are dudes. And uh, the main guy is asking us questions why we should be allowed in the Harvard Lampoon. And his first question oh, okay. is literally, what's the most baller thing you've ever done? Oh my god. <laughs> and Maria looks at me and I look at the guy and I'm like, you know, we're middle-aged white ladies, right? What's happening? And Maria's like, what does that word even mean? And I said, I have been listening to Amazon Prime's Top Pop, so I'm pretty sure I can answer this question.
5: Ooh. Ooh. 90% of new uh, slang just means good.
1: Yeah. Right. Just, right, Just
5: good thing that you've ever done. There you go.
1: Right. It's just sort of a balls to the wall. What's, what's something exceptional that you did that what, that is a good story, I think? So I told the story of being in Iraq, and they set off these light flares on the perimeter, but they didn't tell us that they were setting off light flares. So I went up first, and this light flare is loud and bright and it's nighttime, and I almost wet myself, and I think it was the best laugh I got, because all the soldiers were like, see what we live with? See what we live with. Welcome to a glimpse into some PTSD. (laughs) And I was like... I would imagine so. "Mm -hmm." But it was... uh, it, that, that 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 it was a forward operating base in the middle of Iraq <laughs> that took us all day. Oh, we got lost oh. in the on the way there, and uh, and the navigator guy was like, "MapQuest uh, just sent me this way, boss," and uh, just, yeah. <laughs> which is a joke, because you know who's funny? Everyone in a war zone. Everyone's hilarious in a war zone.
2: How, well, it's very nice of you to do that, by the way. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, well, it was. Uh, you know what? There I don't know. I'll I'll do stand up anywhere, quite honestly. It's I just wanna do stand up, no. so I was happy to No use of it.
2: You're supposed to respond and say yes. I was very brave, and it was—I was. I, I was very I'm enormously.
1: I'm, I'm a good person. I don't know if you know that, but uh, <laughs> I, don't no, know. I just. The only reason <laughs> it, it's funny because I knew nothing about the armed forces, and then when I went, because I come from a long line of cowards. Uh, my father was in the okay. Marines by accident, so uh, I think it was a it was a court ordered thing in the fifties. <laughs> okay. And um, but he—that's not true. It's uh, he joined because. Because my mother was pregnant, so which is the sort of society ordered, not court ordered. It's because what else? What else do you do when you're 17 and your and your 16 year old girlfriend is pregnant? That then you marry. Mm. You're like, oh, I I need work. It turns out, and so you join the service anyway. um, He. So I had never met anybody in the armed forces. Like my brothers, at some point, a couple of my brothers were going to join, and my dad was like, you know, you can just leave town. You don't have to join the army to get out of town. You can just leave. Wow, it's not a
5: wall until you've enlisted.
1: <laughs> right, you, you got to
5: send money back home.
1: You can go shovel sand for a living some in some other town if you want to get away from yes. us and make two fifty an hour. It'll be fine. And um, my sister almost joined because she wanted to be in the band, and uh, they she made it all the way through. They were having her sign the paperwork. But she read the paperwork, because she comes from my family, and the paperwork said that she wasn't guaranteed to be in the band. And she said, well, if I'm not guaranteed to be in the band, even though I just passed the audition, why would I join? And the guy's like, well, you should really just sign the paper. (laughs) And she said, I'm gay, (laughs) and walked out of the... (laughs) 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 What the hell? every,
2: Every time I see Jackie, and I only see Jackie... Uh, Or talk to Jackie about once a year, but uh, we've only got about 45 seconds left in the hour. Thanks for having me, Mike. So I say this to Jackie. Oh, it's always a great pleasure. I love when I see your name on the docket because it's always great to talk to you. Thank you. And I do say this to you every year, and I have since I very first met you. The first time I ever met you, you said these two words, and I will say them to you now, and nobody will know what the hell I'm talking about. Go swarm. (laughs) I will never
1: I was just telling Lewis that I was like, if he mentions that damn hockey team again. (laughs) Um, um,
2: It's not hockey.
1: It's lacrosse. Oh, whatever.
2: (laughs) whatever. I love that. (laughs) So I saved it to the very end, Jackie. Go Swarm. Go Swarm. They don't exist
6: anymore, by the way.
2: No, they do not. But the joke does. I still have to say (laughs) go swarm.
0: (laughs) Yes, they do. That joke will never die. Well, thank you so much. Always
2: a tremendous pleasure to talk to you. It's always great to, to talk to you and see your name on the docket. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Jackie Cation at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 1030, both nights. Tom Bernard Show. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores?
4: Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work.
2: And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
3: you. Maybe. (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Moving soon. Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, you and your staff do a lot more than just move. Tommy, Um, we do. We move residential and commercial. Local and long distance, folks love our decluttering service, especially if you want to stage a home for a sale. We can store your belongings while in between homes, junk hauling with junk luggers, including a service for items you wish to donate to the less fortunate. And if you need to move your car, we do that too, and at a great price. Can it get any better? Yes, it can. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll receive a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers. You may not move every day, but they do.
0: When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore.
2: National Pizza Day goes right with Dino.
0: Yep. And we're going to an Italian restaurant tonight. So. There you go.
2: We are indeed.
0: Keeping the theme.
4: Yep. And getting ready for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day on Wednesday. Rain. And Ash Wednesday.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Right?
1: That's
2: Wednesday's Ash Wednesday? For all you yep.
4: Catholics. Yep. Last Friday to how eat some meat.
2: Is, how early is uh, <laughs> is Easter this year?
4: <laughs> it's on uh, April Fool's. Oh my gosh. So it's April 1st.
5: Yep. Man. That's like the earliest it can possibly be, isn't it? It yeah.
0: must be. It's up there. It yeah. sub- the
5: first full moon after the the vernal equinox, I think.
0: Oh Something God, like still- that. That's the, exactly how it's measured. It's weird.
5: Yeah, it's insane. And the vernal equinox this year is March twentieth. So yeah, technically, it could be on March twentieth. Yeah, actually, yeah, it could. But that would be. I think
0: it's been earlier than my birthday.
5: Which is also oh, yeah. a national holiday.
0: Yes. No. The, the Easter
5: can happen in March. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Let's
5: see the uh, earliest possible date. Oh, ecclesiastical rules put the equinox on the twenty-first, so the earliest Easter is the twenty-second of March. There yes. you go. Um, and the latest
0: is like
5: April seventh. Apparently.
0: I thought it swung like a month almost.
5: Oh, here we go. Eighteen, eighteen. It happened, and it won't until twenty two eighty five. So, <laughs>
0: what?
4: Mark, Mark, March twenty
5: second, Easter. Oh, is that
2: right? It but, won't happen again.
5: But um, March twenty third happens much more often. So, oh. we'll so March, probably see another one of those relatively soon. Um, twenty
0: thirty five. I'm. I'll,
2: I'll still so be there here. there you I go. Think. <laughs> well, I got to listen to Catherine. I'll still be here. Yeah.
0: Okay. not know about you?
2: Laugh it up, pal. <laughs> Former Apprentice contestant and ex-White House House staffer Omarosa Manago Newman thanked fans Thursday for tuning in to the season premiere of Celebrity Big Brother. Everybody's watching this. This is the biggest joke in the history of television. I just
5: don't get it.
2: Uh, It's disgusting.
0: I watched an episode, and I was like, "Mm, not for me. But people love it.
2: Uh, Apparently, uh, Omarosa, she's been uh, eating, sleeping, laughing, and competing what she didn't mention in her tweet, dishing about the White House, which is what's getting the most attention for her ominous warnings about a seemingly chaotic administration. Oh, you mean the fact that you couldn't get along with anyone? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, Per ABC News, (laughs) in one clip that's been widely circulated, Newman is seen having a tearful chat with fellow contestant Ross Matthews, who might be the most annoying human being on Earth. In which she tells Matthews, I was haunted by tweets every single day, like, what's he going to tweet next? And by the way, they're whispering this. They're not saying it... They're whispering it. I was haunted by tweets every single day. What? Like, you know, you're on national television. Why are you whispering?
0: Make it seem more sinister. What was her actual title? I don't know.
2: Did Lame you? brain?
0: Because I remember, I, I think I saw an interview where she said she didn't even know what her title was. No. So that's weird.
2: Uh, I don't know. He's nice to one of his buddies who
5: apparently is not his buddy anymore. Yeah. Um, Omarosa, let's see. Wikipedia page probably knows. Lee she was the Director of Communications for the Office of Public Liaison. So, in other words, vice,
2: vice President of Looking Out the Window, Brace, that's what her yeah. <laughs>
0: title I want that job. She's
7: the chief is staring at the window.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. Chief is staring out the window. That's exactly what her... Did you... Jimmy is in studio. How you doing, Jimmy?
7: Good. I'm sorry. If, I, didn't, I didn't mean to kind of blow my cover, but as I just I'm chomping at the bit here. That you know, i, I love that CNN can do like a 14 hours a day on a guy's tweet. You know, it's the whole news cycle is a guy's tweet. I'm going you know, and, you, and you guys call yourself a news organization. Right. It's 140 characters. Get over it. And, and you know. I, 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 You know, Trump's sending these things out to send the left over the edge. I mean, he, you know, he's sitting there where he goes, oh, this ought to keep them busy for three days while he gets stuff done because they're too busy talking about his tweets.
0: I think, oh, I think he's trying to give Schumer and uh, Pelosi heart attacks is what he's actually trying to do.
7: Possibly. Yeah.
2: Possibly true. I think they're all a bunch of lying scumbags, to tell you the truth. They're all in it for the money, and that's pretty much it yeah they
7: all practice that's the politics so well. of personal enrichment you know for you, you know sure. yeah that's it yeah the thousand dollars is crumbs to people i'm gonna put you, are you that out of touch you know just because you, you know just because you know <laughs>
5: yeah. you
7: know she's very wealthy that woman nancy pelosi and she's crazy i mean these are the people who got running our country people like anthony Weiner. i mean they got, you know the guy, the guy, the guys guys like, he was an actual congressman the guy was sitting there you know Holding his kid next to him while he took pictures of himself in the mirror, you know. And this guy makes policy that affects my life, and I wonder, you know, wonder why we're in the problems we are.
0: Exactly.
2: Let me run something by you because I I did notice a couple of nights ago all the all the hun yucks were together, the senators and the the congressmen, and they were all together and they were all debating policy and blah blah blah. And I thought, why do we allow people in their eighties who are extremely wealthy, like billionaires, because Nancy Pelosi's husband is a billionaire? By the way, she helped. Uh, she helped the family enrich itself with a, a deal she set up in
5: Guam, which is pretty fascinating.
0: Nothing hinky there.
5: No, nothing hinky there, of course. And I, man, have you ever seen like? I went on Google Maps once and looked at Street View of Guam. Mm-hmm. It's not a nice place. No, I wouldn't say it's all that great. But uh, I wonder why. I don't know. It's basically like it's all military, basically. Yeah, I think it it's is,
0: just yeah. too remote to.
5: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So basically
2: on the Celebrity Big Brother. Now what are you going to be on Celebrity Big Brother, uh, Jimmy Schubert? I'm
7: not a fan of reality television, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I did I did last Comic either. Standing 2 seasons ago and get up there and it's just it's just awkward, you know? I mean, like I do enough social media to keep my promote my dates and stuff, but I just I think it's intrusive. I think, you know, people just sit there. I mean, does anybody just do anything anymore? Does everything going to be documented so future generations can look back on our digital archives and go, "What a bunch of idiots these people were." They took pictures of their food. <laughs> I mean, there's a great use of technology. I mean, it's just, you know, as everybody relaxes, it's it's just a phone with a camera in it. You know what I mean? People go to concerts. They watch the whole concert through the screen of the TV, uh, of the phone. Why did you even go? Uh, You know, I mean, never before in the history of the world have so many unlived lives been so well documented. You know, so, you know it's I, true. I, it's 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 weird because you know people get you know they get these phones they don't realize there's people on the, I I think if you wouldn't say be able to say something to someone's face Then you shouldn't be able to tweet it At them, you know, because the the, the people sit in their little cubicle with their keyboard carriage, and it's like, you know, it's not that I don't mind that people have opinions, but today they never stop having opinions about everything. In the old days, you'd go to a bar and you let your opinion be known, and someone would either, you know, smack you in the squash and go, Your opinion's been noted and found one thing, you know, and then the (laughs) next time you thought about mouthing off, you'd think twice about it, but now you just sit in your cubicle and i got to say something about this. i got to weigh in on it. i got to really let people know how I feel about this. I'm going, like, no, you don't. Nobody cares. <laughs> you
5: know? Yeah, I can't stand it when people are just, they have to talk about everything, even if they have no idea what's going on. They just, like, make up an opinion on the fly and then stick to that. Oh, it's like, I, why can't you just not, you know, talk about this one topic?
0: I just had an interesting experience on Twitter. So I, I tweeted out that um, uh, the city was doing some... Um, an experiment to see if they would like more like bicycle and walkways and all this kind of stuff and i said i personally really like um the concept because i enjoy walking in the shade in the morning thank you for the experiment that's what i said right (laughs) this guy tweets that's right Catherine Brandt likes to walk in the shade so all traffic has to be inconvenienced for her I'm like, uh, who is this guy? A? So I look him up. He's got one follower.
7: And, and he, he he tweeted he tweeted <laughs> that there was one follower. So that's two people <laughs> now that you'd like to walk in the shade. Two people know you'd like to walk I, in the shade now.
0: I'm like, wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I didn't know that I was, you know, the sole person that this was designed for.
7: I'm sure a lot of people like to walk in the shade. Certainly I do because I have no pigment. You know, the only, way I, stay, the only way I stay to get a tan is if I get a melanoma and it all grows together. But hey, you look great. Thanks. i got about six weeks to live, you know. I need like an SPF 132, you know, like a, where you exactly. squeeze the tube and a long sleeve turtleneck pops out. And then I can venture into the sun. It's, uh, you know, it's hashtag white people problems, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Actually,
2: I think March 23rd, this March 23rd, just a little over a month from now, I will not have gone on Twitter or Facebook in five years.
5: Yeah.
0: I'm glad that you are not on social oh, media. Oh,
5: me too. I'm really I, glad. I don't to know if you... I've ever tweeted before. I don't think I have. Well, but you know,
0: you have I, a good I, Twitter
7: had,
5: account. I had an experimental one like 10 years ago, but I don't think I ever used it. Well, I have to I, I have know, to do just, it for
7: the business otherwise I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's I think right, it's, I think, right. it's a, I think it's a I mean, how do people know that artificial intelligence isn't training us to work for it? I mean, you do everything oh, yeah. in front of that cell phone, you, the thing knows about it. They got algorithms. They, they're tracking you. It's all yeah, about collecting information are. on you. It's databases. It's Your pictures have metadata, so they know exactly where they were taken. I mean, you check in everywhere you go. You take pictures of everything you eat. You weigh in. People have full-blown psychotic meltdowns on Facebook. I mean, that's something that should be reserved for the inside of a therapist's office, and you're just having this meltdown. <laughs> all right. Everybody, can everybody relax? You know, some of these things, not everybody knows. Needs to know all this stuff about you, you know, you know. Leave a little yeah. something underneath the Christmas tree for uh, Christmas morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's not know. Let's not know every single thing that's wrong with you. You have more mood swings than a Count Basie Orchestra, and you know <laughs> we're sitting there, and you know, you, you know. I don't, it's just—it's too much now, uh, and people. Just because you have access to it, doesn't mean you should be posting twenty-four-seven. People have lost jobs because of tweets. They, people have gotten fired. Yeah. People have—you know—I yeah. like, mean, people have been run out of show business on a tweet. You know, they, I mean, you, you got this whole—you know—the the, the, the Louis C.K. thing. I mean, you know, they—they the, ran that guy out of show business. You know, I mean, and and, and apparently, you know, they say, you know, he pleasured himself in in front of a few people. I'm going, you know, I, you know, the guy just did 5,000 seats, sold out at the Beacon. I mean, you can't be expected to come home by yourself with no audience. You know, maybe, I'm just <laughs> you know, maybe he just needed a couple of people. Just I just need a little audience, all right. I just did a sold-out show. I can't be expected to perform by myself with not an audience. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, you can't put everybody in the same category. Certainly, what Bill Cosby did and what Harvey Weinstein did, and some of these other folks did, no. is not what Louis Louis C.K. did. So, you know, there's d- there's no, degrees. Know. You know.
0: But at least we know, we can find out sometimes on Twitter how crazy people are, like Anthony Weiner.
7: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I mean, the guy can't control himself in front of a mirror with a with a camera phone, and I don't know why men do that because really, taking pictures of your of your of your private. I mean, it's just going to look like a shaved chicken. You know what I mean? I mean, you you want to do a you want to do a photo shoot with your, with, your, with your schmeckle? I, I you know, d- hire, hire a professional. You know what I mean? I'd get some hair and makeup people in there, and I'd film it like they filmed Tom Cruise. I would shoot up on it so it looks bigger. I mean, if I was going to do it, you know, that's the way I would do it. But they take these pictures of their junk. They send them out into the interwebs. The NSA intercepts them. I mean, they they have so many dick pics down there. They could decoupage with them. Let's put it that way. And it's enough. You know, you know, people are intercepting in this information you know what i mean it's just you know leave a little something underneath the wrapping paper for christmas morning that's all i'm saying i don't need to know everything about you
2: i know he's doing what three years Isn't anthony Weiner doing like what he's oh, doing about he? three years isn't he i have no idea because he was sexting with a 15 year old girl
0: yeah
2: yeah that's always a good move. Good Major plan. League Creepo. A really good plan. I yeah, Major League Creepo. He's
7: married. People don't realize what had to happen for his marriage to take place because he's a Jew and Uma Aberdeen's a Muslim. Do you know what happens to have? I mean Bill Clinton mm. had to step in and make some uh, arrangements for this marriage to even happen? And then the yeah, guy starts sure. acting like that, you know, we, they moved to heaven and earth so you could marry Uma Aberdeen and they had you know, and then this guy's carrying on like that. It's like get a hold of yourself.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> did. Apparently, Which, oh,
2: one of those deals. <laughs> the other thing I don't understand about about current uh, technology: why anyone would do anything in a drunken stupor? Uh, because you're going to be—they're going to make a movie out of it. They yeah. got audio, they got video, they got everything. You yeah. look like a total jackass.
7: Well, here's the thing. It's the cell phone itself. It's not. We're not meant to have it. It's alien technology. No. This thing was reverse-engineered that <laughs> <laughs> spacecraft that crashed in Roswell in 1947. It took us morons 40 years to figure out how to make the microprocessors small enough to fit in the palm of our hand and push millions of pieces of information along these tiny silicone chips that were also reverse-engineered <laughs> <laughs> off that same space. Aliens use this technology to navigate the galaxy, and we've Grubby little primate fingers on it. What do we do, we take pictures <laughs> of our genitals and send it to each other. Hey, here's mine. Hey send me yours. <laughs> hey, easy, senator. Easy, senator. You know what I mean? I mean come on, everybody just relax. Right? You know,
2: Relaxing would be good. That's a good thing. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I don't understand.
7: Yeah. I, I don't either. I mean, people think it's like, you know, I'm, I'm using technology, I'm Facebooking. I'm <laughs> Facebooking. I'm Facebooking. I'm using my computer. Yeah, I, I just, I just, yeah, I, at some point, we're going to have a, you know, a, the next big revolution is a spiritual revolution where we're going to just resist all this stuff and go back and make a human connection with people, make them some eye contact, have a conversation. I mean, you can't even talk to a 14-year-old today unless you're dressed like a cell phone. They won't even look at you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's you know, pretty much it.
7: And uh, we'll know.
2: take a quick break here. We'll be back just uh, in a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Back, Jimmy Schubert is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, and a show on Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. Right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. Tom so I'm here with a question for you. Is there anything more important than your health? I want you to take control of your health like I did with Profile by Sanford. Developed by doctors and researchers, Profile is a wellness plan that takes the guesswork out of losing weight. You know what that's all about. Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, their certified health coaches are here to educate and motivate you. Profile is not a diet. It's about changing your nutritional habits so you can make healthier choices for life. In fact, I joined Profile recently. Danette is my coach, and she is the greatest, and I mean that, by the way. Keeps me in line, too. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, she'll be with me every step of the way she has been so far. Profile has worked for thousands of people, and it will work for you, too. You should go to ProfilePlan.com to set up a free, no-obligation consultation. Mention KQRS for additional savings. ProfilePlan.com, promo code KQRS. That's ProfilePlan.com, keyword KQRS. Don't wait. Take control of your health with Profile today.
5: So we apparently the right. Olympics were on yesterday? It started yesterday. Oh. Well, <laughs> all right then. Yeah, I
2: haven't paid attention to the Olympics since they cheated the basketball team out of the gold medal in that 1972, was... so it's
6: been a while. Way to hold a grudge. That's yeah. great. it's 1972. I was 10 years it old. It is
2: 1972. Okay, yeah, they killed Jews, and then they cheated our basketball team out of the gold medal. So yeah, that was enough for I, me with the Olympics. Yeah,
7: and today they just let those like eighteen Russian guys in. They've been accused of doping. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, right. uh, and they go, oh, yeah, they're, they're not playing for. They're, they're just uh, play, uh, They're Olympic athletes playing underneath the flag. They won't even play the national anthem. The guys, you know, the guys are all doped up. You know they're all hopped up. It's, it's like you know, all right, fine, it's fine. I think you should just have two. Why don't we just have two Olympics? Why don't we have the clean Olympics where nobody's doing nothing, and then you have the drug Olympics where you see how much they can actually do if you let them dope up with nobody. Make. And then at the end, the the clean guys will play the doped up guys. You know what I mean? I think you should have a league like oh, a baseball like a baseball league like a drug-free baseball league and then a drug baseball league where you can do whatever you want like you know guys are all hopped up on running around the bases you, want, you know he's, he's just he's all cracked up on the meth. you know what I mean he's running <laughs> around the bases he didn't even have a ball other guys out there dropping acid in the middle of the field but balls are dropping around them you know have the drug league and the drug-free league and just see, you know
2: you know you're talking about 1972 and I just I was just talking to some friends about this um 1972, the, the uh, world record bench press, 1972, was 450 pounds, which was a lot of weight to be pushing up from your chest on a bench. 450 pounds in 1972. That was before doping. The world record bench press now is 1,150 pounds.
7: That's, a, that's crazy.
2: <laughs> oh, God. 1,150 <laughs> pounds. So basically, even if you weigh 250... It's four and a half times your weight. That's insane. That should not be possible. There's not that much leverage in the world to get up four and a half times your weight. Wow, it's terrible. It's yeah, terrible.
7: And look at the wear, like the wear and tear on the body. I mean, to be able to like to oh, yeah. work your way up to that, you know, on the joints, the pressure on the joints.
2: Oh, why would you pick up weights? They're heavy.
7: <laughs> but they mean, are. No, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, you know, I don't even want to move furniture. A little, you know, bench press 1,100 pounds. That's that's crazy.
2: It is unbelievable that it happens. You know, I got to tell you something. I by coincidence, because I just thought of you last week. Huh. I said Jimmy Schubert. I got. I can't wait to talk to me. I didn't know you were coming in this week yet. Uh, I had found that out because I thought of you. Because of a conversation we had a year or two ago, a woman tried to board last week an airplane with her. her what's it called?
5: A comfort animal? Yeah, yeah
7: comfort. Uh, it was a peacock, right? Tried to get on. Peacock. On United Gigantic Airlines with a peacock. peacock.
5: <laughs> yeah, they're very large. <laughs>
7: yeah, I mean
5: I said, Jimmy you know, had to love that.
7: Oh, I love it. And this other lady's complaining that Southwest made her flush her uh, her comfort hamster. They made that she had to flush it because they wasn't allowed on the plane. And you know, it's it's just like okay, what did people do before all this happened? And the airlines have nobody really to blame but themselves. I mean, that's because they they're they're, they're such. I mean, it's like a capitalist capitalist environment now. They charge for everything, you know. I mean, you know, seventy five dollars to board your plane to bring your animal underneath the plane. So. Everybody goes, Well, I can just go online on eBay. There's like 23,000 listings for like a vest and a badge and some paperwork, and then I can just bring them on and not pay any money. And you know, people are just bringing the snakes and pigs, and you know, and the next thing you know, it's like a third world country on the airplane. You know, you're just going, Okay, is everybody happy? As long as everybody's comfortable, is everybody comfortable? I mean, look, it's stressful. Being in third
5: world countries. Um, we were just talking about that uh, bench press record, yeah. the thousand pounds some odd guy, 1150 yeah. pounds. Where is he, well, from, where is he um, from? In 2013, he was sentenced to 30 months in prison for importing steroids from India.
7: Uh-huh. Huh. Well, so, how about that? Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he
5: went to.
7: The,
5: <laughs> that, <laughs> why wouldn't they invalidate his records then? If it's like he's definitely was using, we know that for sure now. So invalidate his records.
7: Well, you know, uh, nope, I mean, he was in prison, gonna. bro. There's not a lot, a whole lot to do in prison, you know. No, that was
5: after his uh, lifting career.
7: Oh, that was after his lifting career. Well, you know, he got. Well, we'll see. What, let's look at let's check up on him now. Let's see what he's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, yeah be- barely he, able to walk. He, I'm sure he's beating guys up with a stick on C block. You know, he's <laughs> trying to defend himself. <laughs>
2: I'd say what is he doing? Being around all these people my whole life that lifted weights because I was a I was a power lifter back in my youth, right? Uh, and I see the guys now who did juice because I never did. Right, I, I, I see them now and their heads are shaking back and forth like they have Parkinson's disease.
5: Yeah, taking their that my steroids shake. is
2: just bad
7: for you. Yeah, They're
2: inter- I, Sarah, Jesse Ventura is one of them. When you sit down with him, he sits in his chair and shakes. It's the saddest thing you've ever seen. And he's
7: like hanging out with Charlie Callas. I did the thing with the guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's, There's fut. a reference. There you go. He just, <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> Charlie what? Chickens, chickens, chickens. Okay, good seeing you again there. All right, take it easy. Charlie Callas. See guys over there shaking like a dog trying to get rid of a peach seed, (laughs) Yeah, all that stuff, that stuff can't be good for you, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being in shape and taking care of yourself, but, you know, in moderation a little bit, you know.
2: Not a bad plan, not a bad plan. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would do steroids, but that was, uh, yeah, that, that all began pretty much in the early 70s and really, really got big in the late 70s, early 80s, and continues on to this day in, in certain uh, not so much any longer in baseball football give me a break they're all every one of them is can Oh you
7: can't, you can't play football unless you are I mean it's just because exactly. you know it's every Sunday it's like being in 52 car accidents the size of the athletes the speed yeah. of the athletes today I mean you know you, you, you know, you get a couple of concussions I mean you look at Junior Sale and some of these guys and, and that's why like professional football is kind of on its, on its last legs for a couple of reasons but you know people don't want their kid like you know you grow up and you, you you got concussions when you're playing in Pop Warner ball, up through high school, up through college, in the pros. By the time you're in the pros, you've probably had about fifteen or twenty concussions. And what good is it if you're making twenty million dollars if you're sitting, you know, in a room in the darkness and you can't leave because you're, you know, because you got some serious brain trauma? It's, you know.
2: Yep. No, it's amazing that people <clears throat> will do that to themselves. I got to believe that you know. Okay, you're you're 25 years old and you do this. You start juicing. You're doing and you're pounding the weights like there's no tomorrow, and then all of a sudden you turn 45 and you go, "What the hell did I do?" I would think. I would think you'd look back and go, "Why did I ever do that?" Because they don't live long lives, they just don't.
7: Well, a lot, of, a lot of the professional, a lot of wrestlers too, as well. You know, have these, uh, yeah, have, oh, yeah. have, have, have. Uh, you know, they're taking like you know, four or five or six fights in a day just to make it through the day, and then they're going to go in. And, you know, you, you do flying off the top rope comes with a you know a pretty heavy paycheck. A lot of these guys die early, and you know, a lot of the NFL guys die early too. There's a lot of abuse to put your body through, and you oh, know, yeah, the and, and fighting these, is it, scripted, but. And some of these guys would you can't still do, script. Yeah, some of these guys would still do yeah. it, knowing the consequences. They don't care. They just, they, you know, yeah, it's money. That's, yeah, it's money, but it's also, you know, they just love playing the game. So, you know, yeah. Well, I
5: don't know. I mean, I don't know. Losing basically all functionality by the time you're fifty. No thanks. No matter how fun the game is, that's uh, not a, not worth it.
7: Comedy's like that as well, you know. <laughs> Take a lot of, kind of a lot of beatings standing up there telling jokes. Especially nowadays, everybody's so sensitive. You know, you, you people can't even come and come to comedy club now. You, you can get a callus on your feelings because he said something. <gasps> I, I'm not so sure. I feel comfortable with him talking about it, So I would just wish he wouldn't say anything at all about it. It's, it's so funny. Like people, like they, they can't control how they feel about something, so they don't want you to ever mention it. Like I'm sorry, you can't control your emotions, but the, you know the, you know, the whole world now is being expurgated by these political correctness police, and you know, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's being shamed oh. on social media, and everything's—it's right. just uh, everybody's it's sensitive. It's just insensitive.
0: Oh, there's a, right now. There's a—it's all over Facebook. there's some some place I don't know where it was—a um, church took some people out to dinner. I think it was at an Outback Steakhouse. Uh-huh. And the bill came to $750. Wow. wow. And uh, supposedly, I don't even know if this is true, um, the waitress was not tipped. So she This happens all the time so and she, it's always fake. So she outed them on social media yep. and the church supposedly again called up Outback Steakhouse and got her fired.
5: Yeah, this. So now it's everybody always
0: is on social media Freaking out about how We should boycott oh, God, A here, Mac Steakhouse And here's
7: the thing And the story probably isn't even true And all these people have this guttural reaction Can we just wait mm-hmm. and see what the facts are In the case please Before everybody jumps to conclusions And tries to you, know, hey, you know just uh, yeah. And so, would there th- be
0: one waitress For 20 to 25 people And maybe
7: she, she gave not. bad service the, Maybe she gave bad service The
4: main thing is yeah. restaurants have a Guaranteed eighteen to twenty percent gratuity on parties that are bigger right. than eight. That's so exactly right. Automatic gratuity anyway. There when it's a company go. expense item, there you have you don't it. want a, a, an extra section that says tips.
7: We'd like that to introduce the- Exhibit A, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the fact that there's always a fifteen or twenty percent tip that might put on a party of lo- that's right. There was oh, that man. happened last night at the club. That's there was a right. group of people, that's right. and they Made got a, th- and they got upset about it. They said, "Wait a minute, right? why? Because you had you had twelve people in your party. We put the tip right on there." Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz you're throwing nickels around like manhole covers, all right? <laughs> one's over here working. Well, and
0: I'm sorry. Tips are optional, right?
7: Yeah. I mean, they're optional. They are. You they don't have, have to optional. do it. I well,
0: mean, you when know. you go into a restaurant, it doesn't matter what restaurant, if you don't want to give a tip, you really don't have to. That's huh? right. Yeah, and,
7: you and you can just pretend a bunch of Canadians waited on you. And you just waited on a bunch of Canadians because they don't tip. <laughs> Australians don't tip. People from England don't tip. Nobody tips. That's Nobody true. else in America. Only people in America tip. It's like a thing. But be, when you wait on foreigners, they don't tip. It's like, yeah, no big deal. That's part of the end Oh,
2: this is interesting. What do you got? I just looked something up. The headline reads, restaurant fires waitress for leaving herself a tip.
0: What? Well, uh, she put a
7: little spin on that story,
0: huh? Is it the same story? Ah, uh, for leaving yourself. It's if it isn't.
7: Yeah, it's like that scene from A Popa Grange Village she where got, she got fired because she did, I had you figure for a sawbuck Buck Polly. what would you get me fired, Paulie? Paulie, would you? What are you still nuts, Paulie? I had you figure for a sawbuck Buck Chalutz. I was going to take care of it. Now we're both fired, Charlie. What do you worry about your suit for? You don't have no job to wear it to. The Popa Grange Village. <laughs> That's But he tipped himself. She apparently, the the truth comes out. Now the monkey's coming out of the sleeve. She got fired for taking an extra tip.
2: (laughs) Yeah, unbelievable. So here's the deal: we are getting close to reaching peak restaurant tipping ridiculousness in America. An Outback Steakhouse waitress was fired after writing in her own tip on a customer's eighty-one dollar and eight cent tab. Okay, not great, but the customer had left her zero tip, according to Devlin Neely of uh, Eyewitness News Four. In New Mexico, that is obviously also not great. The Emily Post Institute says you should always leave a tip, even if your service stinks. How much did the waitress, 19-year-old Sophia, Crum- uh, Sophia Compton, leave for herself? $8.92. When wow. the customer, whom Neely did not identify by name, informed the restaurant what happened out back, fired Compton. Wow. So there, She was all she's also been charged with credit card fraud yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're also yeah.
7: bringing her they're also charging her with aggravated ugliness and carrying a concealed <laughs> lunch and attempting to go to work so this girl's looking at some pretty serious charges and she had a peanut butter yeah. sandwich inside her bag which is uh, attempted murder because some people in the restaurant may have a peanut allergy no, I so it's an a and B with a PB and J also she's getting charged with
6: no, I've, yes, I've, yes I've had that happened to me in a in a bar a restaurant in St. Paul. But the Somebody thing was Somebody put their own tip on there? Yeah, but really? the thing was I always leave tip in cash. I don't right. cuz I don't want to try to figure out the extra and all that. I just yeah. I just leave cash.
7: Yeah, and in some places I'm not tipping. Like if I go into Starbucks, I'm I'm not. you just gave me a cup of coffee. You know, if I like, you know, it's when you got to wait on yourself. Yeah.
0: A $7 cup of
7: coffee. <laughs> yeah, a $7 cup of coffee. I mean, you know, and then you're sitting there, and there's a, there's a lady sitting there. I'm trying to read my paper, eat my scone, and drink my coffee, and the lady's got a dog and a sweater licking himself. I mean, that's just obnoxious. I'm trying to have breakfast. First off, anything that can wear a sweater shouldn't be licking them. Anything that can lick himself should be wearing a sweater. could we agree on that at least? <laughs> you know? I mean...
6: Uh, but, yeah, the, the waitress... <laughs> Our waiter wrote in the tip, their own tip. Well, I, and, and I called the restaurant and said, "Hey, I left them cash. Will you take that off?" Yeah, and they didn't respond to me.
7: Yeah, hmm. really? Yeah. That is yeah. Cool. Well, that's why you, you see. You got to be careful today. That's why you got to shred all this stuff before you throw it in the trash. Well, I that's just why mean, we can't you know have, That's why we can't have anything nice.
6: Oh. What I do now <laughs> is, is is write zero in the. Tip area with giant uh,
7: zero with a big slash, slash going through it, it, so they can't use, use it.
6: And then put left cash down at the bottom yep. or something, so they can't. There you go. So they can't Jeez. do that to you.
0: One more precaution you have to take. Because yeah, just write
2: cash where it says tip. Yep. Just write cash real big. We've been basically trashing all of. Not only American society, but world society. <laughs> well, you know, we just
7: brought, he just brought it up. He was talking about his friends over in South Korea covering the Olympics, and he saw the steak, right. and he goes in there, and and he said, "Yeah, they had it, but he had to cook it himself." Yeah, it was. Uh, what that, Yeah, yeah. At, a, at, a, at a Korean barbecue joints, the thing is, you got to cook your own meat. Yeah, it
6: was, it's Chip Scoggins from uh, uh, Star Tribune. He's over there covering it, and he said oh, he was tired. Why do you? He said he was tired of the uh, chicken, chicken fingers. fingers and fries that they were feeding the media, so he said he ventured out to get something else, and he saw a steak on a photo in the window, and he's like, oh, let me go there, and he finds out he's got to cook it himself.
7: Yeah. Who, who do you yelp about that? The guy cooking well, the meat you know, was wait. fantastic. Everybody else was. A, when you go hey. into
0: a fondue restaurant, <laughs> yeah, expect and you know, I always,
7: I, 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 yeah, you go food. to a fondue restaurant. I'm all. I always, every third day, I find myself at a fondue restaurant. F-
4: fondue,
7: hey, hey, fondue, fondue yourself. You know what I'm saying? i got to make my own desserts. I'm gonna make my own dessert.
6: I was telling Jimmy yeah. that the one good use. One of the probably two good uses for social media outside of fundraising for the right cause is following mm-hmm. sports live. That's mm-hmm. the only other good um. use.
7: Yeah, because I don't like I don't like that like everybody's a food critic now. You know, I went, I was, I was uh, checking out Yelp. I just checked it out one time, and this lady has gone. She went to this breakfast slash bakery joint in my neighborhood, and I was curious about it, so I just jumped on there. And this woman had gone on there and wrote sixteen paragraphs. Because she had a dry blueberry muffin. I'm like, who has that kind of time? It was a blueberry muffin, lady. Get over yourself. I mean, I was a little disappointed with breakfast. You're going, I started reading this review. It was like a review within a review. I'm going, hey, Marcel Proust, are we still talking about muffins here? (laughs) We in the fifth chapter, Remembrance of All Things Past. Because one of these muffins starts talking about itself in the first person. I'm out of here. Oh, I mean, it's just breakfast. I look, People like it's a sandwich. I mean, people think they, they hold people hostage now. I'm going to give you a bad Yelp review. Oh, by all means, you know, you used to need a culinary degree to review a restaurant. Now all you need are fingers. And you go after your local sandwich <laughs> franchise like a Tilda Hum with a keyboard because the guy forgot your side of pickle. <laughs> His dream was to run a sandwich franchise, and he was having a bad day, forgot your side of pickles, so you go in and destroy his dream. Guy's in there working 90 hours a week making subs, and you just destroy his, his childhood dream of running a sub shop. Because, you know, everybody, can, can we that's just... That's what we do. Can we try to be human beings? Can we kiss you know...
6: Well, that's just like they were uh, okay. yesterday in social media. They were hammering this one guy who wrote a so-called negative review... Rebu- Review about the movie uh, Black Panther, and his mm. o- and his only negative thing was that Black Panther didn't beat up enough bad guys.
5: And that was it. And they they. So and what did they say there's about a, this guy? There's and a weird media blitz that's like, it's gotten 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Right. Um, it's the third best rated movie of all time. Wow. wow that's so, great. Well, it did it did yesterday. Let's see how it's doing now. But yeah, they they attacked this guy because they called
6: that a negative review. And all he said was Black Panther didn't beat up enough guys for him in the movie.
7: That's all he said. Are, well, you know, I mean, it's well, people are so sensitive anymore, you know? That's crazy. That's true.
5: No, nope, it's down to a ninety-eight percent now. Oh no, no, oh, no it's ninety-eight
7: percent. Well, then I'm not going to go see it. If it was a hundred percent, I would have <laughs> saw. But now it's ninety-eight. I mean, does yeah, anybody? We'll call does Rotten anybody? Yeah, who goes to Rotten Tomatoes? I mean, I, you know, you hear all the good movies. You know, you go see. You know what the movies are like. I went and saw that Three Billboards in Ebing, Mississippi, or whatever that was. It was great right, right up until right. the end. I'm going. What are you talking? that? That's the end of the movie. I know. You know. <laughs>
2: I mean, Jamie, it did, I'm right there with you. It's like you're not going to end this movie driving in the car, are you?
7: Yeah, I guess the what guy couldn't yeah. write, write another three pages to end it properly, and then just uh, just drive off in the car. <laughs> but what was it? What happened? There's so many open questions. <laughs> I, I did, true. I did love the, uh, I did love the uh, um, Winston Churchill flick with. Uh,
2: Oh, yeah,
6: Darkest, Darkest Hour.
2: Hour. Darkest
7: that Hour was, was terrific. I just loved his performance. I mean, was, you know, it's like a kind of great performance, and the, and the movie was okay, but you don't realize all that stuff that, you know, Winston Churchill was a guy who probably saved the world during that time period just because it was, uh, you can't negotiate with a tiger while your head is in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I will tell you something. I do, and I'm very serious about this. If I'm driving and anybody honks at me, I just roll my window down and go, We shall never surrender! I loved it. I loved it
7: when, I loved it when yeah. you did that. You know <laughs> we shall never surrender. I like the,
0: uh, Ooh, I'm going to do that to that homeless guy that always tries to talk to me. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, you just oh, got to the, uh, <laughs> the
5: top movies of all time. Uh, number one, Wizard of Oz. Number okay. two, Citizen Kane. Oh. Number three, The Third Man. I don't even know what that is. Okay. but Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah, uh, number four, Orson Welles movie. Number four, Get Out. Number get five, out. Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Number six, Mad Max Fury Road.
2: Of all time.
5: Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, movie reviews are... Uh, yeah, no
2: on the waterfront. You wouldn't want to throw right. that in there. Nope. No, that's Call Me terrible. By
5: Your Name and Get Out. Fourth and fifth best movies of all time. Oh, God. But no,
0: right now like everything's lost. about a political statement. and yeah. If it's not, a, if it doesn't have a political statement, then you can forget right. it. Oh,
5: people in ten years are going to look back at things like this, like people just pretending to like movies just because they're political, uh-huh. yeah. and that's going to be like the defining stupid thing about this era. Well, they—you might be
6: right. They released it during Black History Month, which was the ultimate and uh, well, and yeah. moves to get everybody yeah. whipped up and fired up and whatnot. So, it's all advertising ploys. Yeah. People can't figure it out.
2: Okay, it's been out long enough so I can ask, because I haven't seen the movie, but isn't it about culling body parts from black guys? Isn't that pretty much what the whole movie's about? I have no idea.
5: What movie's that? I think so, yes.
7: Black Panther. Uh, Get Get Out. Out. Citizen Kane. Get Out.
3: Citizen Kane, yeah. No, that's not right. Get Out. I think think it's about
5: like... I didn't either. It's about, I think they, like, body swap with them or something. What? Be- they're, like, they're old, and then, so instead of uh, dying of old age, they put their brains in the black guy's bodies or something. Why they are do? they
0: picking on black people?
5: Because <laughs> Well, because money, but the uh, hand wave in the movie is that, that that's, like, the fashionable choice right now, uh, which is kind of true. And, oh, I see what you're saying. And
6: was isn't, isn't it supposed to be a comedy
5: yeah, they say. it's it's like, it was a horror movie. Kind yeah, of. depending on who you ask, it can be anything from straight horror to straight comedy. It doesn't, yeah. oh no.
2: I don't know. There, there are a lot of good movies out there now. There, are, That's one thing I will say, Catherine. What do we want? Uh, I, I agree with you. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri was a wonderful movie until the very last scene when it went, this movie's not going to end here, is it? <laughs> and it did. Yeah. Uh, I I, tanya, you really I, I tanya was
7: pretty, I Inya was pretty good I thought oh, I, phenomenal. That was yeah so I thought I, I actually felt bad for that that girl after that I mean it's like she really didn't have much of a, a choice or a chance it was like you know just kind of hard you know just surrounded herself with dumb people I don't you know it's just you, sure you felt did. bad for her.
2: you know Took a few punches.
0: God, so did, many punches. Was there anybody My in God. the
2: movie that didn't punch her?
7: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, and, and, her uh,
0: coach, uh, her skating and, coach, and her
7: and, and the the <laughs> her mom. Wow. So, so you, uh,
6: you are you guys talking about? <laughs> real punches or just no real punches yeah she had a turbulent uh you know so i did, mean you
7: know just, you know it, so did
6: this ex-husband of hers beat on her too? yeah
7: well, you know the funny thing yes. is she did a, she did a triple axle like the three and a half turns on that on the thing and they were getting ready to do this movie they go oh we'll just hire a stunt person they go, you don't know you don't understand nobody else Ever has been able to complete that move that Tanya Harden did. She was right. a great skater. I mean, right. you know, she. But they just gave her a hard time because they thought she was a, uh, you know, she grew up in a white trash penal colony, and you know, she, right. yeah. you know, and they didn't, right. you know. So
2: that was a wonderful movie. I agree with you. I thought I thought that Allison Janney was incredible.
7: She good. did. That <laughs> was great. And there's a performance by uh, called Stronger about the the kid from the the Boston bombing played by. um, uh, uh, jake jillihall which i thought was pretty good too
2: oh i haven't seen that yeah i have not seen that but yeah there's some decent movies out right now and then there's others that uh maybe not the greatest but you know i uh, movies are a different business now because it well do you think uh, actually Jimmy, i should ask you this question Yeah. i this whole thing with weinstein and with this and with that and all the rest of it That, I have to believe, is going to have a huge effect on what kind of movies... And as I say that, by the way, it pops up on my... Literally, as I was saying that, it pops up on my screen. Collateral damage. McGowan's ex-manager kills himself. What is that all
7: about? Well, you know, I mean, we're not talking about people that are that stable anyway. They're in show business, you know. (laughs) Let's not kid each other. And then, and then you you know, you have all these people that enabled uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, because they get out there, and it's just, it's just, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's a kind of a, I mean. after they start getting all these guys like, you know, Kevin Spacey and, you know, Bill Cosby and some of these guys that were, like, super extra creepy, it's like, you know, it must be nice to be a young woman to, going after your dream in Hollywood without having to worry about some lecherous creep make you, you do right. something so your dream right. can come true. And, and it happens in all sides. It's not just an old white guy thing. Women have done it. I mean, you know, there's the 45 cases of uh, white women teachers who mm-hmm. molested 13 and 14 and 50-year-old boys. It's people in power that uh, neglect yeah, and abuse that power. Yeah, it's just power. That's all it is. And... and, and And don't know how to handle it. I mean, and I love that everybody thinks, oh, well, take a three-hour human resources course. And, you know, look, if you don't know how to treat uh, people of the opposite gender by the time you're 45, you're not going to learn how to do it in three hours in an age. Human restarts the seminar. I'm going, boy, am I ready. You you mean you couldn't come out and smack her in the ass? (laughs) Boy, am Mm -hmm. I embarrassed. Good thing I took that course. I didn't know, you know
5: a lot of very naive people think that the only reason anyone does that kind of thing is because they legitimately don't know that it's wrong to do. Mm -hmm. Like, people are out there, you know, like, on the streets raping people in alleys because they didn't know they're not supposed to.
7: Well, it's no excuse, but I mean... It's the most
5: naive thinking in the world. Well,
7: if it's happening in Hollywood... These these are just bad people. Yeah, and it's happening in Hollywood because where it's most visual, but I mean, it's happening, I mean, you know, it's happening down at the uh, car dealership, you know, it's happening over here, and it's just like, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. people just out there to make, you know, make a living. I mean, it, you just try to. You know, you know. Try not to be a creep. Try to treat people the way you expect to be treated. I mean, that's the problem with all this, you know, influx of all these, uh, you know, you're being barraged every day. With, you know, you got to be on your cell phone and you get information, and it's just coming at you. I mean, you know, we're we're drowning, you know, in, in information and starving for knowledge. And people, you know, it's just the things kind of policing itself. Or I don't I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird. It's just it's too much. It's like overload, and people don't know how to handle it and act the way they act. I mean, you you don't treat people like that. I don't know what I was trying to say. No, Jimmy, I, got, I got off on my, I got off on a tangent here.
2: No, I know exactly what you're saying, Jimmy. You grew up in, in Philadelphia, and so I have to ask you a question because in my life, they, they talk about this whole men abusing women is a is a power thing. When I grew up, and I was raised by by women, my mother and my two sisters, and you know that. So I was raised by women. Yeah. But I was always taught that a powerful man defends people they don't prey on them. Real power is defending people who are being preyed upon, I not agree the guy with you. who preys on them.
7: And that's my problem and that's my problem with the current feminist movement. I mean, they discount generations and generations of men who broke their spirits and their bodies for providing an income and housing and food for children for hundreds of years and that's most men. That's not, you're talking about, you're talking about a small faction of the entire group. It's, you know, so to discount right. that is is certainly ridiculous and you're right that's what a strong man does that's what you know i grew up with you know like you said i was i have five brothers and my dad was a philadelphia police officer and my mom was surrounded right. by you know this i mean my you're right who raises men women raise men so you treat men yep. how to interact with, with, with i mean that should be priority number 1 you know what i mean is is no it's, that's exactly it. you know what i mean and
2: i mm. that's 100% true you can by the way you can tell that your father was a cop. I mean, and that's a compliment, by the way. I mean, that is a complete compliment because you just kind of... That's the way you handle yourself. That's the way cops handle themselves. I, I like that. You know, you just say what you want to say. You observe. Uh, that's what cops do. Cops observe. I mean, you, you picked a lot of stuff up from, from your dad, I bet.
7: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, plus you know, you could get they get up to get in the morning, come down for breakfast when you're eight. You see all the crime scene photos on the dining room table. You're <laughs> real, <by laughs> one, you realize what human beings are capable of. You go, holy smokes! And then, you know, you know, and then your dad tells you, that, you know, he's like, Dad, tell us a good night story. All right, kids, let me tell you the story about the headless pimp. <laughs> anyway, should, they found later on they found his body down in the dump. They matched the head up with the body. Anyway. That's the story of the headless drug dealer they found outside the whose head was in a box. Anyway, you kids sleep well.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorites, Jimmy Schubert at Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. A Sunday show at seven o'clock as well. Jimmy, always a great pleasure, sir. Thank you.
7: Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much for having me.
2: That's gonna do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.